football show with Go Green Property. Call 0808 1717 700. Let's go. Good evening, this is Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi. You know the number 0808 1717 700 and delighted to bring the programme to you along with our friends at Go Green Property. Barry, another huge weekend and only three days to go in the window and breaking news that Lagabielka at Celtic is on his way, it looks as though, to Serie A, to Lecce going out and loan with an option to buy. Yeah, it'll be interesting, as you mentioned there, Paul, three days to go. Rangers um, have made two uh, good signings. It looks to me if there might be another two or three coming through the door. So exciting times for the Rangers fans in terms of Celtic. Very surprised that they've not done any business, if I'm being honest with you. Lager Bielka, not surprised, he's not had much game time, so he's better going off and playing somewhere else. So it'll be an interesting three days um, to see who comes in for Rangers and Celtic. We're surprised they both won 1-0 at the weekend. Celtic, a lot of booze at the end after the 1-0 victory over Ross County. Yeah, it was a poor performance, certainly after the, the two penalty misses. I'm sure there was a few nerves in the in the stadium, Paul. Um, but listen, I think the most important thing for Brendan Rodgers was that they got the three points. In terms of Rangers, it was a good win in a tricky surface. The wind was blowing. Um, I've seen Rangers play better, but the most important thing is when certainly you go away from home is you come back with the three points and that's certainly what Rangers done. What's happened to Cyril Dezzo's 12 goals now? Yeah, listen, brilliant goal uh, midweek against um, Hibs at Easter Road and I thought his finish on Saturday, a brilliant ball from John Lundstrom, but I thought his touch past the keeper and his finish into the net was was excellent and um, I mentioned in, in Friday, Paul, in, in my column, I do see a player in there um, maybe it's just a confidence thing I'm sure the manager's working hard with him on the, the training pitch but the last two games two goals that's him up to 12 league goals this season and hopefully now he can really kick on Mark Woody what are you thinking over the weekend no change still 5 points at the top uh, Rangers winning 1-0 as you know at lunchtime Celtic yeah. 1-0 later on but there seems to be a difference between the two teams there's no difference in the points but the Celtic fans not happy the pitch at the weekend the performance Lewis Palmer would you let him take a penalty again what do you think is going on? Uh, no I wouldn't let Lewis Palmer take a penalty again but I think Lewis Palmer has been, been more than decent uh, for Celtic but I think we, we come in, I, think I mentioned it before I think he's, he's a wee bit too selfish he needs to be more of a team player he's wanting all the glory for me um, too often uh, Bernabé will not do have to get him out of the club we've all known that pretty much since, since day one he's not good enough so we need to find a left back in the next three days they need to find a striker uh, in the next three days and Lager Bielka going out it's a good move uh, in the right way from day one I didn't fancy him at all I don't think he's up to Celtic class for what you need to go and achieve um, so but that's going out it's not about who's going out Paul it's about who's coming in and the supporters are restless they're nervous yeah it's top of the table but there's a fight um, going on and um, so far the manager um, wishes um, you know it's not come to pass what the manager's asked for he's asked for quality there's not enough of it in the door they're cash rich and as I've said many times Paul I'll finish with this but January's a difficult month it's only as difficult as you want it to be it's a ready made excuse for people not doing their jobs properly go and get your work done You've got plenty of resources there, plenty of finances. Go and find some quality players. If you don't, you absolutely run the risk of losing the title because Rangers are not going away.
Celtic fans have been on already at Go Football Show. Jerry, for example, saying from the Merchant City, they're in danger of throwing away the title to Rangers, who supposedly didn't have the money. Celtic, everyone knows, had 70 million in the bank. They're going to throw it away. Mark's been on again. He was at the game at the weekend. This is not good enough. What is going wrong? But Paul, they need to go and get uh, better players. Um, in the door I think as well I think the squad and the manager and the supporters uh, and Barry will know too you've got to go and freshen it up so if you see a couple of players coming in the door regardless of what you think oh why Callum McGregor will benefit from it nobody's coming in to take Callum McGregor's place but a skipper he'll benefit from it it lifts the training ground new guys coming in you bit a different power off the part, wee bit of quality the manager will get reinvigorated he seems a wee bit flat as well the playing stuff is Paul a club like Celtic, there's absolutely no excuse for having a plane surface like that. It's diabolical, it's negligence, and it's something that that's one thing too that they, that they need to go and get sorted. Yeah, I, I said um, the St Murn pitch was a tricky surface, but yeah. watching uh, the Celtic game against Ross County, um, I could not believe the, the state of the surface. I understand the weather's been horrendous over the last couple of weeks, but that's no, no excuse. Um, and Mark's bang on. See, when you bring in two or three or four whatever players, whether it's the summer window or the January window, it freshens things up, it perks you up as well. When you see a, a new yeah. player come through that dressing room door, you think to yourself, competition for places, he's a decent player. And it fires you up. Mm-hmm. It fires you up to better your performance because you know if you don't perform, a new player's walk through the door and he could take your place. So the window closes Thursday. 1st of February Mark, Barry who's coming in? Are Celtic going to make signings in the next few days? Either loans with options to buy or whatever They need Barry, to pull. Yep. They need to And they have to Is there a striker coming in? People have been talking for They need to They need to find yeah. a striker I mean Kyogo scored a world class goal yeah. to win to, um, to win the game against Rangers um, you know, four or five weeks ago whatever it was but he's not himself for whatever reason whether that's down to the style of play whether it's just he's off or Whatever the reason is, they need to go and find a better uh, backup. They've got O there who's away at the moment. O's fine. I, I like O, but I wouldn't trust him to be a number nine to really go and put pressure on Kyogo. They had Jikamakis. G- he was brilliant. He was a wonderful finisher. They've not replaced him. Uh, Paul, they've got at least 70 million quid in the bank. Too many project players have arrived. They've brought in Nicholas Kuhn. Fine. Mm-hmm. I've seen him yet. Might be a wonderful player, but he's not a number nine. He's not a left back. So, like I say, go and get your work done. Just go and do your job and get players in. But understand, if they don't sign somebody, it means that the recruitment team are presenting substandard options to the manager. Now, he knows he can't afford any more projects. He's not got the staff to go and develop these project players. He can't develop eight or nine players at one go. He's asked for quality since the summer. Not enough quality has arrived. And despite that, they're still top of the table. But go and help the manager go and help the fans who put 30-40 million quid a year into the club and season tickets and Champions League ticket money merchandise the fans are crying out for it don't take your customers don't take your, your fan base rather for granted and right now I think the fans are, are, are teetering because they're nervous about the fact that if they don't get their work done in the next three or four days their football club might not be the champions come May some people might say nothing to see here Celtic beat Rangers for the second time this season mm. you know a month ago almost yeah. exactly 
what are they worrying about? But there's a real concern. Loads of people coming on, talking about it all over the weekend. Uh, Rangers winning. It, it wasn't particularly pretty uh, at Love Street or the new Love Street, but they got the win there. Barry, there's going to be signings, aren't there? There's more coming in. We know that Hefty, well, we believe he, he's been assessed yeah, at the moment. I, I the think it's back. subject to medicals sure. or whatever, but listen, I, I know they're busy trying to strengthen the team. There's no doubt about that. I think the board are trying their best to back the manager. <clears throat> listen, things are going pretty well, I think. The, the only one slight on since he's been in was the, the result obviously against Celtic at Celtic Park um, but you can see the difference he's made and that's why I think the Rangers board are trying everything in their power to back the manager to allow him to bring some new players in because as I said it does make a difference when new player comes in it creates a, a competition for places and that's certainly what you need um, but in terms of Rangers and Saturday Paul I know a lot of people are saying yeah, it wasn't the greatest performance, but I don't think at any stage they ever feel they were in danger of losing the game. They're, they're, they're certainly well coached now, there's no doubt about it. They're a well-oiled machine. There's still a bit of improvement to be done, no doubt about it, but um, these players um, are, are, are certainly uh, doing their bit at this moment in time. What about the Colombian winger? He's in the papers today, Oscar Cortez, he's mm-hmm. been mentioned. It looks as though... Well, Seema's well, going coming. about for a, yep. a, a couple of months, which is a body blow, because let's be honest, he he, he has um, certainly done really well. He, he scored a, a number of, I think, 15 goals this season. Certainly from a wide player, that's a, a brilliant return. So he's going to be a big miss. So you know he does like wide players, Paul. He likes a bit of width in the team. So I'm not surprised that... He's looking at that area to go and strengthen. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. The slight glitch for Rangers was the Celtic game, and that is a huge one. But I think um, a long, long way to go. It's quite intriguing, Mark, isn't it? It's unusual, you know, that uh, you come off after a win, but you get booed at home. Is it that some young Celtic fans are entitled? They think they'll just always win? Or is it a bit deeper than that at the weekend? I think it's deeper. They, they, they look at the, the football club and, and the whole, Paul, and they look at the quality of the, of, the, of the signings. And the quality of the signings, too often in the past sort of 18 months or so, just haven't been good enough. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's a guy going out the door, Lager Bielka, which is the right move, because he's not up to Celtic standard. Let's be honest. 3.4 million. Okay, yep. 3.4 million, waste of money. Bernabeu, 3.5 million, absolute waste of money. So, you know, they need to start being better at their jobs and helping the manager more and giving the supporters more quality on the pitch as well to cheer at. This is not just a message that's arrived in the past 48 hours from the manager. This is a message that's been ringing around the hierarchy of the football club for the past six months. So, go and, go and get your work done. Go and do your job. That's what you're paid for. And don't come up with excuses. If anybody comes up with excuses, regardless of your line of work, you're out of job so see all this garbage about January being dipped just yeah, go and do your sure. job it's it's far too convenient an excuse for me and I've always said that I've always yes, said that yeah. it's an absolute yeah. piece of nonsense particularly when you've got at least 70 million quid in the bank sure. and this is a window where Celtic found Hatati didn't they they found Matt O'Reilly two years ago as Maeda. well and Maeda as well see, see in the one yeah. window and there's wow. no doubt Paul sure those three signings took Celtic to the title that year I don't know if Barry agrees but they beat Giovanni's Van Brock was a good mm-hmm. team and Celtic strengthened the team properly yeah. in that window through the manager's contacts, Ange Postecoglou's contacts, and, and get the job done. It's the Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. 0808 17 17 700. Shall we hear from both managers after the weekend? So the early kick-off was St Mirren against Rangers. Rangers winning 1-0. It was advertisement for Scottish football. 
the way the two teams played with the tempo, good combination play from both sides, good uh, offensive actions, real intensity, high tempo. And today was the opposite because of the circumstances. So I'm not the guy who can control circumstances. That's not my job. So my job is to see that my team is ready for all the circumstances. And uh, and they did today. So I'm even more proud of them than after the Hibs game, to be honest, because this is more difficult. After a, a good game with good football, in the way we want to play, in the way we train also, adapting to the circumstances of today where you cannot play good football, that you need to do it in a different way. It's not so easy because it's not the way you train and you work all day. So um, you need at that moment uh, resilience, personality, structure, uh, hard work and doing the right things with the ball in a different way than we are used to doing. And they did. Um, in the second half, better than in the first half. Uh, but it's also adapting and, yeah, you need to adapt and you need a little bit of time for that also. So that's a part of the story. But it was a very mature game. And uh, and this is what you need if you want to win trophies. You need to be ready in all the circumstances. Yeah, I thought it was a, a good result. It's, it's one of those games where we get off to a really good start. Um, the start you, you want. Um, and then we uh, we obviously, I think the, the missing the two penalties uh, dampened the uh, the spirit. I think of the crowd, and I think that was frustration. And, and within that, um, and then for the rest of the first half, I thought it was a little bit bitty. We had chances. We uh, uh, we could have scored more goals, but didn't. Uh, second half, it was it was better. The pitch is difficult at the moment. I have to say, in order to play the speed in the game that we want to play, it's uh, you see the ball popping up. Um, so it's so it's difficult in that aspect. But the player structure was was better second half, a bit more speed in the game, and we just needed to to get the goals that we didn't unfortunately quite make. But uh, and of course when it's one nil towards the end of a game, it can always be uh, uh, a little bit difficult. But the, the guys managed it well. Celtic's goal coming within first 60 seconds of the game. It looked as though it could have been a pylon for them. They got the penalty. We'll speak about penalties during the VAR section coming up soon, but it ended up 1-0. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? That was Brendan Rodgers speaking on Sky afterwards. Barry, with Rangers, I see Jack Butlin's being mentioned for England, potentially. He's got nine caps. Um, he had a great save near the end uh, in the game at the weekend. What do you think about Butlin back for England? Why not? I, I think he's good enough, no doubt about it. He's playing on a regular basis now. That obviously didn't happen the previous couple of years. He's playing in Europe, so I, I would imagine that Gareth, uh, Gareth Southgate is, is keeping an eye, out, um, an eye out on him. I believe he's a, a top-class goalkeeper. You see the difference he's made since he's come in. Uh, the six-month period he's been here, um, he's pulled off some unbelievable saves, and he's a big character as well. So, yeah, interesting to see what happens going forward. But why not? I look at some of the English goalkeepers that are playing for the national team at this moment in time, and I think Jack Butland, as uh, sorry, as as good as um, some of the keepers that are, are getting chosen just now. Do you know is he a big influence behind the scenes? He's a big cat. Listen, he, he is. He's he's got a good presence about him. You can tell he's a certainly a, a leader in that in that dressing room. He carries himself really well. Um, very vocal on the pitch but the most important thing is he's good with his hands that's what you want for a, for a goalkeeper um, and he's certainly certainly shown that since he's come into Rangers 
Yeah, he's a quality goalie, but I think he's got to be in the run. I mean, Jordan Pickford at the moment is the the, the sort of um, what would they say he's the outstanding number one because I think that Ramsdale and Pope are every bit as good, but they're no playing. Pope's injured sure. at the moment. Ramsdale uh, is number two now at Arsenal, so uh, um, I think there might be one place uh, up for grabs, and why not Jack Butland? And particularly, what could be a big swing for if Rangers keep going in Europe. Paul, you know, Gareth Southgate, his goalkeeping coach, his backroom staff, they'll judge it in Europe. I've, I've always said, and I don't believe in it, but it's the way they view it down south, unfortunately. They ain't going to pick you if you're making a save against Motherwell or Patrick Thistle. But if you're doing it in Europe, and Jack Butland has done it in Europe the first half of the season, if you can get another good performances uh, there, then that certainly brings them uh, right to the forefront of the of the mm-hmm. conversation. And if he goes us, he's not going to go as number one, probably not as number two, but as a number three choice goalkeeper for England, the Euros... All day long, he he could do that. Yeah, you, you look at the three keepers: Pickford, Pope, and Ramsdale. He, he's as good as him, yeah. I believe. Um, it was just a matter of him getting game time. He, he's not had that, as I mentioned, Paul, the previous couple of years. But he, he's went away and he he's, he's took a chance coming up to Rangers, no doubt about it. But he, I think his performances this season look Rangers since Clement's come in have dominated most of the games. But that's that's the sign of a top goalkeeper for me your concentration because you might only make one or two saves throughout a game and, and he's certainly come up with the big saves for Rangers and Joe Hart pulled off a big save for Celtic Mark late on in the yeah. game we know he's criticised yeah. a lot since last year probably but you see the value of him Paul he, he's he's terrific and uh, I hope it's not Joe Hart's yeah. last year now you know credit if Celtic have got somebody better than him lined up you know then you know good you'll go something get somebody better than yeah. Joe Hart in Celtic's budget so I, I don't know you know maybe it's his family circumstances I don't think his family moved up with him I might be wrong so maybe three years up here is more than enough um, but if it's about ability if it's about wages you know go, go and get a, go and get a, a deal done because you, you'll do well to get better than Joe Hart that's my view on him who's coming in during the window elsewhere Sidney Van Hoydonk he's been mentioned again Mark he wasn't in the Bologna team yesterday yeah. reports that the 23 year old Dutch forward could be on his way to Celtic I, I think Paul, he's he's on the list, um, and what they'll be doing the now, uh, certainly now we're into the last three days. As you you really look at your options, think okay, what's it? and you'll find a bit of movement now because clubs need to get people off the the ways bill. They want to move one or two on if they can get one or two in. That's what Celtic will be trying to do. So it could well be Sydney Van Hoydon, it could be Bojan Miowski, mm-hmm. could be Lons Shanklin, it, it, it could be somebody right out of the blue from down the road who's maybe not not um, featuring. Um, you know, you just don't know. Could it be a short term thing? Could it be Danny Ings for West Ham? Who knows? You know, you just don't know. There's things down there, and that's where. So your contacts, uh, you've got to be creative in the market. And in an ideal world, you go and sign somebody now for the next three or four years that helps you. But if it's a short term fix, Paul, because there's a title race on, then sometimes you need to just go with the short term fix if it gets to where you need to be come the end of May. Callum Wilson is that a possibility from Newcastle even whatever Warren maybe yeah Paul yeah. Look, that, that's the kind of things that you've got to go and um, investigate you're not doing your job properly if you don't Barry what about Lauren Shanklin we've been going on about him for months people are still Rangers fans are on saying surely his goal again he scored at the weekend see he yeah. didn't take the penalty no um, but I'm not surprised that he scored again because yeah. he's, a, he's a natural goal scorer yeah. Paul Great that, that's, what he, that's what he does Lauren Shanklin um, look, it's, it's my opinion I, I think he, he's good enough to play with Rangers but that's going to be up to the manager um, he'll make the, those decisions but I do still believe that 
a number nine will um, they'll try sorry to try and get a number nine um, in through the door uh, no doubt about that Danilo is going to bite for another couple of months Kmar Roof I don't know the time scale on him um, Silva I don't think it's an out and out number mm-hmm. nine yeah. um, I think he can play in the front three but I think he would be better in the wider areas or just behind a main striker so that only leaves you with, with, with Dessers up top so I'm sure that's um, one of the areas they certainly look to strengthen Special week Mark isn't it when it's transfer window closing yeah. on Thursday there is going to be business we heard Barry saying maybe a couple yeah. more at Rangers Listen, Celtic surely too Credit to, to, to Rangers they're being creative they're, get, they're getting bodies in it'll be interesting to see if there's any um, outs of Fuentes you know yeah he's off the, the man who's meant to take Rangers to, to the next level mm-hmm. Yilmaz um, another thing as well that I, I find intriguing given Philippe Clermont's comments a week or two ago about how it's crazy that you have five guys that are contracted at one time so we've, had, we've been having a conversation for the past year or so about Lundstrom and, and, and Barisic what happens with them mm-hmm. so if they're not going to sign new deals do you try and punt them or to get something back for them or is the manager saying well do you know what even if they don't sign new deals we are mm-hmm. properly in a title race now let's keep them as, as part uh-huh. of the squad and if they go they go but we might be we might be league champions, and I need them to get us over the line. Lundstrom has got to be a number one priority. I, I, I'm sure the manager will be desperate to get that that over the line. There's no doubt. Since since the the new managers come in, I think John Lundstrom has been outstanding, outstanding. Um, so I'm sure there's a few clubs down south who would take him in a heartbeat. So I think that's one that Rangers need to certainly go over the line and done quickly. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Looking to sell property in Glasgow? Call Kayleigh and the team on 0141 374 0409. Let's go! Let's go! Penalty miss. He took an almost identical one. One after that. That must drive the manager crazy, former goalkeeper Mark Guidi. Or did the on loan keeper? He did his homework. Beautiful. Two great saves down his, his right hand side. No, you know, and fair play to him because he must have been gutted. Well, there was encroachment uh, that, that ruled out the uh, the first um, save. So for the goalkeeper, brilliant. You know, two proper saves. But as a penalty taker, as, as the attacking team. Uh, Palmer no I would I'd take him off the duties I see Shanklin took himself off penalty yeah. duties at Hearts albeit what a goal as well Barry mentioned it earlier I mean it was a it was a frightening goal you know just and, and he started the move on the right hand side follows the ball in so a wonderful finish from Shanklin and for Celtic um, Kieran's been on saying why did Palmer not follow up why is he not when the keeper saves it there's a rebound why is he not in chasing it yeah so it's a, it's a fair point I never thought of it uh, when I was watching sports scene um, Paul but yeah it is a that's a good point but Palmer first and foremost needs to get back to being a team player for me he's too much of a glory hunter Hearts beating Aberdeen 2-0 we mentioned Grant taking the penalty Lon Shanklin is that his last uh, goal at home for Hearts or his last goal is he on the move who knows Paul who knows <laughs> you do exactly <laughs> I know how uh, Liz Palmer feels yeah, I know I've you'd, yeah, you did. Yeah, well, maybe, did. That, maybe I should have thought yeah. about <laughs> following up once I missed my, my, my penalty. I used to um, do that. I, used to I took see. myself yeah. straight off it. We got a third penalty that day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> There's a referee. 
<laughs> but you said no. A good pal of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say the third time no? No, Please. I was like, no, sure. absolutely. Yeah. Imagine missing three no. penalties no. in a game. I, I just thought about that mm. and I thought, no, no way. So thankfully, we scored the third penalty and that was me off the penalties. Forever. Kilmarnock yep. and Hibs ended up 2-2. Oh. Yeah, unbelievable 2-0 up. We're going to talk about the ordering off. It was absolutely crazy in Dabba's ordering off. Livingston 1, Dundee 4 is the die cast for the men from West Lothian. And St Johnson and Motherwell 1-1, 90 minutes you don't get back. In the Championship, <laughs> Dundee United 0-0 um, for them. But Wraith yeah. Rovers... Uh, losing out against Inverness Cali Thistle. What are you thinking? What about your team? Give us a, a call. 0808 17 17 700. Barry, you and I have been working away here hard at the coalface, haven't we? And here he is, straight back from Madison Square Garden. Mark Guiney. <laughs> yeah, oh, Did you go and see? What, what a life, eh? Who was what in town life. in New York? Was it Madonna? Yeah, I went to see uh, Madonna. Brilliant. Brilliant. 65 years old. Yeah. She was outstanding. Great uh, concert, but hey. Yeah. Saturday afternoon yes. I was out at a game yes. I was watching the Spiders against the Honest Men Queen's Park oh, good man. against yeah. the United at, at Hamden on, uh, on Saturday afternoon and, uh, good for your career yeah, yeah. yeah it was good it was good uh, good result for um, Scott Brown's um, team Callum Davidson's um, first game at home as the as a new Queen's Park um, manager so um, yeah a bit of work for, for both uh, men to do but yeah in, enjoyed the game and at, and at Hamden Paul's always nice to to, uh, to go back to the National Stadium It sure is Mark is here Other results in the Championship Airdrie and Partick Thistle 1-1 So the Jags still chasing Airdrie is well up and down Morton What a win for them 3-0 against our Broth And uh, yeah we mentioned the other two And what about Falkirk Young Stephen Barry Your sidekick While Mark was away Great win for Falkirk At the weekend Against your old team Alloa Who can stop them now? Yeah, 5-0. Um, brilliant result. They're, they're absolute flying. Listen, disappointing in the Scottish Cup, no doubt about it. But um, yeah, I, I, I think it's Falkers to throw away. I, I know we're not even in February yet, but I, I think they're too strong. They've got a lot of good players in their team. Um, and uh, yeah, I think Falkirk, I'll go back to the, the Championship this season because I've been out it far too long, in my opinion. OK, we'll hear from the managers again then. We're going to take some calls. Uh, Brendan Rogers spoke briefly about the pitch, which is not looking good. Yeah, it's something, listen, it's something that we spoke about within the, within the club, so that's something that we'll, we'll look at going Some, forward. Something to look at. Difficult at this time of the year, though, isn't it? Um, what about the game itself? He mentioned it again. Like, like we're saying so many times, you can really dominate the game, but unless you put the game to bed, uh, then at 1-0, there's always a chance on a breakaway. And, and like you see with them, they broke into the box. Joe made a good save and, and got up in his second action was, was great. And like you said, we didn't have many moments in the box. But if you don't take your chances, then of course that can, that can happen. Now, he said afterwards um, about the booing at full time, Mark. He said, I've had, that, I've had that since I've been here. If it's not the result, it's me. And if it's not me, it's the board. All we can do as a team is win games. That was him speaking after some boos at full time against Ross County. Mm. I, 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 I wasn't at the game, Paul, but listening to his comments and um, look what's been kind of swirling around Celtic for probably. Um, a couple of months is I, I think the, the fans bear in mind that three day at that point five days to the window closes the lack of movement in, in the window the lack of quality arriving fans are putting tens of millions of pounds into the club it, it's a boo they're booing uh, at the overall situation and that's um, a nervous is the fact that they're top of the league but they're thinking no, what are we actually doing where are we going as a football club what we're actually doing, the manager, the manager is crying out for players. 
supporters can see that some of the players that are playing for Celtic at the moment aren't they good enough there needs, there needs a, a freshness about the place there needs a lift about the place and there needs quality to come in the door that, you know. and like I say if they don't sign anybody between now and Thursday what that says to me is the manager has been given substandard options and that's not good enough Barry, are you surprised that Celtic haven't made more signings? Very surprised. Mm. Yep, very surprised. I think the the boon is a mix of what Mark says. It's frustration. You know, adding to the squad. Look, the performance was really poor. No doubt about it. But at the end of the day, I played in many a games when I've been really poor and we've scraped through with, with the three points. But I just think they're, they're wondering what's going on, why they're not signing players. I get, look, I know Mark disagrees. The summer window's easier, no doubt about it. But January, there is there is players out there that's been proven in the past that you can go and get players that will improve not just your squad but your team. And that's what I think the Celtic fans are, are, are demanding. And it probably doesn't help with what's going across the road. Right. At Rangers, Rangers yeah. have made a couple of signings. One loan, one with a loan mate's going to be made permanent in the summer. And it looks like they're going to be really busy the next three days and trying to add to add to the squad so I think it's a mixture of a lot of things with, with, with Celtic but in my opinion I'm very surprised that they've not managed to strengthen Who's got the stronger squad to win the title? Barry? At the moment if there were no more signings or let's say mm. you know hefty let's hear well, from Let's just wait yeah. to see when the window finishes see whether yeah. Rangers do more business and whether Celtic are going to do any business I know they've brought um yeah, and Nicholas Cohen yeah from he's come in, but obviously yeah. he's got a bit of catch up because yeah. he's been on a, a winter break but I, I think you're better assessing that when the window closes at 11 o'clock on Thursday Mark let's see what the manager said Philip Clement was asked today about Hefty coming in now we know he always says look I'm not going to get um, drawn but this is what he said I didn't hear uh, Niels or, or James or the chairman, so I didn't look at my phone also yet. So I, uh, if there's nothing signed with the player, I cannot say anything. So, and also we woke up to the news today about Oscar Cortez, Colombian winger from Lens in, well, that's where he's playing at the moment in France and he could be on his way. I'll come back to you on that question. Here's Ross on the line, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Ross. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? All right? Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Who's on the show tonight? Is it Barry and who's other? Barry one? Ferguson and Mark Guidi. Mark, sorry, Mark. Apologies, yeah. I didn't realise. Um, no more loss. <laughs> he's just back from Madonna, New York, so he's uh, giving it, giving it big time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. So, Ross, what are you thinking? Um, well, it's now obviously getting to a stage where, well, we've not really heard much movement apart from the new boy that's come in from Rapid Vienna, but. Yeah. I think obviously after Saturday, again, you're going to get games like that through the season. You're not going to go out and beat people 4 and 5 nil every week. So I can accept that. But I think it's screaming out that we need a striker in the building. And why we've not got one in the now is, is beyond me. And I think we've got three days mm-hmm. to basically salvage by getting someone in that can help Kyogo. Because right now we're really short in numbers up top. Barry? Yeah, I agree with you. But Ross, look, Kyogo's just going through one of these stages as a as a forward player that's a bit of a dry spell. I know Mark mentioned he scored an unbelievable goal against Rangers to win the game, but I think you've got to take a bit of weight off his shoulders and give somebody else. It's good to come out of the team for a game or two 
where you can re-energise yourself and get ready to go. Look, if you ask me, he's still a quality player, top quality centre forward, but I agree with Ross. If you're looking at the Celtic team, it's screaming out for a different type of centre forward. Mm-hmm. And you know who I'm going to mention who left the club a year ago yeah. where... Look, I, I was happy but I was surprised that they actually yeah. let him go Yakimakis I mean he was a different totally different type of player but he was a real handful and he'd done the hardest thing he knew where the back of the net was Paul what, what would uh, consist, I know what I'm going to say is slightly hy- hypothetical mm-hmm. but I don't know if Ross will agree so really we were all expecting Kyogo to be away this month right so were Celtic yeah. genuinely prepared to go without a striker this month or did they have somebody lined up and they've now pulled the plug and spending the money because Kyogo stayed. I mean, surely to goodness, I mean, who that was not f- a situation that the Celtic hierarchy and board uh, who, were, were, were going who, to accept. I mean, if Kyogo did get picked for Japan, who would have actually played through the middle? Be, I imagine it would be Vata. Or or, Rocco Vata? I would yeah. have had to put, a, yeah. I don't know, a badder through the middle or, mm-hmm. or try some, yeah. I don't know, one of these false nines, whatever it may be, but that's the thing that must concern that if, if Kyogo was away what were they actually going to do where, where was the proper planning yeah. and surely if they've had somebody lined up what have they have they pulled the plug to save a few quid surely not surely that's not the case Ross what do you feel either, either scenario yeah. though Paul yeah. isn't acceptable so you've either had nobody lined up or you've pulled the plug either scenario is not acceptable yeah. Ross um, no I agree with Mark um, and Barry um, I think it's it's concerning and I think what's concerning me and I'm getting a wee bit worried Roger said before January that we needed three or four quality signings. That's what he said. He said, I want three or four quality signings. And right now, again, no disrespect to Cooney, he's just in the door. So I'm not going to sit here and slate the guy. Never done much on Saturday, but again, it's, it's his first start. You can't really expect much. But right now, if you're sitting here as a Celtic fan, the window this or January has been very, very disappointing right now. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong here. See also when I was listening to his presser just before the window opened, he says he wanted experienced players and didn't yes. he? He wanted yeah. guys who have been there and done it in terms of played a lot of games. Right. I know yeah. Celtic's motto is project players and, and you know what, it's worked brilliant for them over the mm. the number of years. But I'm right in saying that he did say that he wanted guys in who had a bit of know-how, who had played a number of games, who had had the experience. Mm. Like 28, 20, uh, 28, 29 year olds guys who have been there and done it he did. Yep. He said that after the sorry the th- defeats yep. to Kilmarnock and Hearts remember mm-hmm. yep, yep. but then he said Mark while you were away a few days ago he talked about you know there's a lot of quality in there as well and I know some players have come back from injury and Kyogo didn't go which was expected so yeah. but the, the mood changed a little bit or the rhetoric Aye. changed well, yeah so there's, so there's a couple of things I think from very early on I think we're going right back to like the summer window or maybe just you know, after one or two defeats maybe the Champions League uh, defeat at the start I think he used um, two words to Quality is the right word that Barry also said. Power and physicality, mm-hmm. and I think if you look at that Celtic team, that they're, they're, they're lacking that in quite a lot of areas of the field. And then you're right, Paul. It's almost like there's a there's a contradiction from from Brendan on his previous statements because one of them might be consistent. You know, don't don't send out mixed messages. So he's always said, yeah, development's fine. But I can't develop everybody. I need mm-hmm. quality players. I've not got the time to develop seven and eight players in the one go. If you're bringing in two or three, you and your staff can go and work and do it properly. But if you've got a batch of them coming in, that doesn't work. Um, but then he's saying, yeah, we can develop and we're no bad. So I guess a wee bit of mixed messaging for Brendan. So does he truly believe that? Or has he had his wings clipped? 
I've been too outspoken. Ross, what would you want to say about your captain? Because I'm saying that because of 450 games. Um, phenomenal. We'll hear from the manager speaking about him soon. What do you feel? Um, on McGregor, sorry, Paul. Do you yeah, mean? on Callum McGregor. Yeah. Yep, no, in terms of McGregor, again, he's one that, he doesn't seem to get a lot of rest time. Now, in terms of like these games that are coming up, um, I think it's away to Aberdeen, away to Hibs. Mm-hmm. Tough, tough games, and we're, we're going to need to get through this. But again, we all seem to rely on McGregor. There's obviously the situation with O'Reilly just now. We don't know what the plan is with him. I, I think he will leave, not this window, but the summer. No, so again, sure. that's something else we're going to need to replace again. Yeah. But for me, it's just right now, alarm bells are ringing because Rogers is sitting there saying he wants three or four. There's one came in. There seems yeah. to be a, a disconnect between the board and Rogers right now, and I'd, I, I, I hate to say this, but I fear that he's going to do what he did the last time and walk away because we're not prepared to spend the money that he's going to spend. But again, we can't prove that. We don't know what's going on in the background. But right now, the signals I'm getting is that Rogers isn't happy with the board, and that's and that's coming for the fans as well. That we're now getting frustrated that these signings aren't coming in the door. That's. That's alarming for me. It's, it's alarming as a Celtic fan that, 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 that this window has been an absolute disaster and it's it's, it's concerning for the rest of the season. I am concerned, though. But three days to go. That could change. A lot can happen, just, Paul. It could, yeah. yeah. You know, clubs get, get, get really busy and then they end up, you know, you think, all right, we need to push the board out. We, we need to go 15% more than probably. We need to go, whether it's a wage, a loan fee, or a transfer fee, but we'll need to have to go and um, do it. So a lot can happen at the moment. I think Celtic's transfer window um, is far from acceptable in terms of what's come in. Even try to get rid of some of the dead wood, Paul. Yeah, I, I mean, go and do yeah. your job and get some bodies out the door yeah. as well. That said, we could be on here the three of us on Friday night and Celtic have had a brilliant window. And that can happen. A lot can happen in the next three days. Yeah, buyer, the, the buying clubs and the selling clubs start to get a bit desperate yeah. when it comes to the last 48 hours. So I still honestly think there's going to be business done by both Rangers and Celtic. Ross, thanks for your call. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Start a new career as an estate agent. Call 0141 374 0409. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney in the presence of and the company of... <laughs> Barry Ferguson, MBE, and uh, Mark Guidi, just back from New York. I seem to be quite fixated with the fact you're just back from the Material Girl herself. And was she late? Because I heard the boys talking about it in breakfast last week. That she was two hours late. But uh, no. no, she she was expected to be on at half ten. She came mm. on at five to ten and played two and a quarter hours straight through. No encore. Boom, <clears throat> right through. Aye, she was good. I've seen her Enjoyed a couple it. of times. Saw her at Edinburgh <coughs> at Murrayfield and I saw her in London at Wembley. Oh. Absolutely phenomenal. You like your wee yeah. trips to Wembley? Uh, do you know what? He's a topper, isn't he? No, not at all. Listen, Mark's <laughs> took his good lady away. He's right. enjoyed seeing Madonna. I mean, no, but I've seen her three times. No, no, no. That's what he's saying. Topper Harrison, by the way. Honestly, unreal. The Go Assisted Referee on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning. Comforting air quality all year round. On you go then, you two take over. You two are, <laughs> you know, was, the chums are back. There's yeah. a guy who says, yeah. uh, somebody talked about this, who says, well, I've been to 10 a reef. Well, have you? I've been to 11 a reef. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, Paul. VAR at the weekend, there was loads. Oh, I see there's a lot of criticism oh. today about VAR. And we talked about it on Friday in Belgium. They're going to replay a game. Is that going to happen here? Barry, where will we start? Will we start at Killy against Hibbs? Yeah. And the ordering off of Ndabi. What happened? Was it even a yellow? I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. At the most, it's a yellow. I've I seen it back three or four times, Paul, and I'm, I'm not even sure I would have given a yellow. Mm. There you go. I get uh, the rules of the game. Listen, the guy's went in and he's got the ball. And yep, has he followed through? But he's no meant it one single bit. And for me, very, very harsh. Mark, I think you yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was a yellow. I, I, I didn't think in, in a month of Sundays it was a, a red. And I can understand uh, Derek McInnes' frustration. It's probably, I think, as he said in his post-match presser, the fact that it's Nick Walsh, an experienced referee, <laughs> highlighting that... And, I thought there was a great phrase from one of uh, Howard Webb's and I know Howard Webb's mm-hmm. down the road he's not up here uh, when he's talking about VAR and the kind of the mindset that the referees down south have got by the way they don't always stick to it but he says look we don't we're not looking for stones mm-hmm. if we find a brick <laughs> fair enough but yeah. we're not looking for stones so therefore stick to the clear and obvious um, uh, guidelines and was that clear and obvious no I thought it was a poor call from Nick well, Walsh that's certainly a stone exactly yeah, and by the way do you another thing Grant Irvin um, up and coming referee yeah. there is absolutely no way he is going to overrule Nick, Nick Walsh, Walsh and stick to his guns and that's yeah. where that's where our referees need to be stronger and, and and don't always need to if you like go with the flow mm. actually did you want no I'm going to stick to my th- mm. thanks Nick yep. thanks for your, yep. your guidance for sure. bringing it to my attention but you know what no I don't think that's clear and mm. obvious I'm sticking to yellow but I'm Nick Walsh so how can you defy one of the top referees yep. great point I'm surprised well, with Nick, I think yeah. Nick Walsh is a very good referee yep. I haven't been honest with you I so agree. I was surprised yeah. that, that yeah. his decision yeah. on the the, the the tackle but at the most I mean, I don't even know if I would have given a yellow card for it. It was crazy. Finished up 2-2. What about Hearts against Aberdeen? Scoreline, as we know, 2-0 to Hearts, but it could have been different. And this is exactly a year since Barry Robson took over. And this could be, you know, costly eventually for Barry Robson. Let's hope it isn't. Majowski's goal looked a great goal, but then, and it came up, you know, the goal went up on the screen, all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. Then a few moments later, they called to VAR and it's the clip on Beningamy. Majowski clipped him didn't even see that he had yeah, yeah I, so I felt for him I felt for because it was a wonderful finish past uh, Xander Clarton and mm. it could have been and it probably would have been a really important goal for Aberdeen would have changed the, the whole flow of the game uh, but, but, but the letter of the law mm. is it right to, to pull it back and for it to go to VAR it probably is but I also think again we're, we're in the business of, of, of scoring goals up look now now had you, had you seen Miowski, had Miowski had it been remotely deliberate then fair enough but it's not he's looking across it with it's the going, he's not seen yep. him it's been a, a coming together I think it's one that you could have let the goal stood yep. to be perfect I'm 100% with you I think that goal should have stood for sure mm-hmm. so agree on that one just looking elsewhere Barry was there much at the weekend I mean, the Celtic penalty, I can see see Simon Murray wasn't happy about it. He's, he's uh, caught him, it's a, it's a penalty in my yeah, opinion. He's sure. caught the back, I think the back of his calf or just lower calf, he's he's caught him, it's a penalty. You could have given them another one and uh, Palmer probably wouldn't have scored the third time. He was so casual. Yeah, but, was pre- uh, yeah. Simon Murray was going off his head. Wasn't he? I know, yeah, he kind of had a go. He could have been aye. dangerous for him. I thought it was clumsy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
but he did certainly catch him. The old strikers tackle. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Keep yeah. them outside the box. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tackle a fish supper. Um, Mark, anything else for you? When I look at it here, I'm just looking at uh, the game. Uh, looking through. No, who, yeah. who the yeah, young lady so midfielder who's been in terrific uh, yeah. form all season get uh, get the red card, two yellows, do, didn't yeah. he? Do you know what? I was watching the football yeah. on Saturday night. He's a player. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. having him all day long. I, I think if he continues this sort of form. There'll be a right few right. clubs sniffing about him. Yeah. Um, he was at Air United, correct me? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. Dundee yeah. signed him from Air United. Mm. Real quality footballer. That's a few times I've seen him. Um, I've seen him against Rangers and obviously against Celtic when the game's up at Dens Park just before Christmas. And I know Dundee get beat pretty convincingly, mm. but he stood out. And every time I see the highlights of a game, he's won player that uh, right. certainly steals a show for me. Is that young Luke McCowan? Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, do you know yeah. what? I, I think he's got it, Paul. I think he can go, no being disrespect, uh, disrespectful yeah. to Dundee, mm-hmm. I think he can go up a level. Mm-hmm. What about Mickey Mellon still scoring goals? It's amazing. No, it's his son, <laughs> young <laughs> no, Michael no, Mellon, no. scored. It went to VAR, but uh, in no, fact, you, should that have been called? Maybe that no, should you, have been. You, you can't give a penalty yeah. to Livingston and let that go away for right. Dundee. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the shove yeah, ah yeah. terrible yeah, you're right. you, you, terrible you can't that's shocking inconsistency and that's what VAR should be stepping yeah, in yeah exactly so that's where the inconsistency and the frustration happens with managers supporters and players if you give that to Livingston which Graham Shinney missed he did that's right mm-hmm. yep he did and then you yep. see obviously Melling going through mm-hmm. it and it's a, it's a push on the the full back it's clear Um and allow that to stand that's where the frustration lies for me it sure is yeah I think those were the major incidents could we end up with the same situation as Belgium if they did it there because they you know look at Liverpool they could have really set, remember the Tottenham yeah. game and yeah, the referee the, the admitted a mistake yeah. um, they could have probably had that re- you imagine Klopp's last season as manager if it goes to there's a point in it or something mm. I mean can you imagine I mean, they won't be able to replay it then do you think Mark that we'll get to a situation where we will replay games uh, no I can't see that being on the agenda I think it was something they'd need to have a, a vote on I couldn't see the and any clubs vote for it Paul but I think you'd, you'd end up having to go to court I think that would be a long legal battle if a, a club really felt there was something that was so out of order they had to challenge it um, uh, legally but I, I, I can't see it I just uh, where where do you stop mm-hmm. when it gets to that? So listen, fair play to Belgium. If you think that's the right thing to do, then then crack on. But I just I'm, I'm not so sure where you where you stop. I, I think if, if that's the case, I think you would need to do away with VAR rather mm-hmm. than go down that yeah. road and mm-hmm. just go back to the, the, the way um, that it used to be with our referees and, and uh, assistant referees. So that's us on VAR. Barry Celtic getting a penalty. Rangers no penalties at the weekend. Any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. No, just we'll the, just move exactly. on. Stay with the headlines for that <laughs> I think it's real, no. Paul. Look at that. I know it's not to do with VAR, yes. but... Oh, go on. I think Livingston are away. Yeah. I don't see a way oh, back from them. I, I think they're going to end up really oh. detached at the bottom. Let me ask you more on that now. G-A-R. The Go Assisted Referee on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning. 24-hour heating and cooling specialists. Mark, you're right. 4-1 to Dundee. And they've got Ross County next weekend, haven't they? So, yeah. But what about that the weekend? You've got the feeling that they're not go- are, are they going to stay up? No. 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 But at the moment, I think they're... Uh, they're detached and I can't see it getting any better there's just for whatever reason yep. 
you know, and credit to David Martindale, you know, he's really got a lot out of them over the past uh, three years or so. But um, now, no, they they look a they look an absolute yeah. busted flush. Nothing about them at all to suggest that they've they've got it within themselves to go and get out of the mess of them. Yeah, just some think. some of the goals are losing as well. I mean, two one, Dundee get look, McCown sent off. Then you think, right, there's a chance maybe getting a point here or even snatching a. A victory, and uh, they just fall to pieces. And he's trying everything. He's bring, trying to bring new players in, but yeah, I'm the market. I, I said a few weeks ago, Paul, I feared for them, and I can't see any way that they're going to claw even Ross County. Can I think Ross County are what six yeah. points in front of them? That's it. Twelve points, Livy. Ross County on yeah. eighteen. Yeah, I, I honestly yeah. just can't see it. And and of course the Rangers. job he's done. Let's yeah. be honest. Oh, the job yeah. he's done over the, mm-hmm. the last few uh, years has been. Excellent. We obviously, we all know their budget situation, um, but no, I, I think Livingston are a goner even at this stage in the season. Yeah, and they've got Rangers on Saturday at Ibrox, uh, Ross County are at home to St Johnson, so doesn't look good for them. It's good news though, isn't it, for Motherwell and Ross County, who also they're not setting the heather on fire. No, no, but they're, they're, they're getting wee points yeah. here and there. Um, uh, Paul and then it looks as though they've, they've, they've still got a bit about them they've, you know if you're going to beat them you need to play you know fairly well um, to be all beat I know that Ross County were, were hammered in the cup against Partick Thistle but yeah. in terms of the league you can see them picking up points um, here and there but but for Livingston they, they even changed the goalkeeper putting Michael McGovern they didn't have a great performance um, either so up over the piece and I don't know what Davey will do you know he yeah. always get the club at heart he's, he's an important figure all around the football club not just a uh, and the dugout will, will he step away? I don't know. I don't think he'll be sacked. I think it would need to be on no. him to step away. I, I think it was pretty honest because he says he's had a meeting with the, the players and the staff, and he still feels. I mean, you'll get that sense if the players are giving you everything. He still believes that, and if he believes that, I think he should stick around because I think you've got to look back on what he's done previous years. You never know what could happen. I know we're just giving our opinion. Yeah. That we do think they're going to struggle, but he's worked wonders, hasn't he? Ha- he has yeah. certainly has, and he's uh, he's had a few good teams over the years. But what happens is, if he has a good performer, he loses him in the mm. summer. He said he would feel like a coward if he walked away from mm. the job, so he's going to dig in. That's the first good. hour. I would like to see him dig yeah. in because I think he, he deserves it with the job that he's done over the last few years. News is next. Then we're back with Barry and Mark. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get your home ready for the market with help from their team of experts. Let's go! The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Call 0808 17 17 700. Let's go! Hour two and Mark Barry there was some really sad news at the weekend Stuart Gray from that great footballing family of course he was at Celtic and Mark you knew him really well and he passed away at the age of what just 50 years old Yeah. and I know you'd seen him not that long ago you were yeah. close to him in the family yeah. and he had great spirit yeah uh, it's a uh, it's a shame Paul yeah. he was a real uh, dear dear friend um, yeah. Stuart Gray a lovely uh, boy Really nice family, as you say, a big footballing family, and uh, you know, to, he lost his battle with with cancer, um, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, just condolences. I, I went down to see him with uh, Andy McLaren, Andy um, and, and Simon Dolan. Andy was his teammate at Reading, and Simon Donnelly and, and, and Billy Dolan, who played in that Scotland World Cup team in 1989 when they got to the yeah. final. Then um, Billy was in the books at at, um, at Selwyn Down, and we had a lovely day with him and his family. I went down to see him again, and. Um, 
December in, in Legion. He was in hospital by that point, and he'd been in the hospice for a few days, and uh, sadly um, he passed away. So yeah, as you see, our thoughts and prayers with um, his um, his children and his partner and um, Eddie and Linda and uh, all the family. Of course. And Barry, you played against them. Yeah, yeah, in my younger yeah. days, um, when I had the reserve teams um, yeah. come up against them, I played with his, is it his cousin? Andrew, Andy. yeah, Andy. played on the right hand side, yeah, for yeah, Leeds. I, aye. Yeah, I played with, with Andy at uh, Scotland under 21s. He went yeah. on to have a, a good career, but um, Mark's obviously kept us up to date. He's been down the last few months um, to see him, and, and when you hear that kind of news, 50 years of age. Yep. Um, yeah, very, very sad sad news. And they've got a young one, I don't know what member of the family, but he's playing the Leeds first team. Archie. Just in the middle of the pitch. And he looks an absolute cracker as well. Is that yeah. Andy's boy? That's Andy's boy, yeah. yeah. Aye. Well, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he's, he's got high hopes. And, and, and the wee brother's coming through. He's meant to be even better. Aye, I think you're right, Barry. Yep. Yep. And Mark, can we mention that his dad, Eddie, who had such an amazing career, what a player. But he mm. told you, what was his proudest moment in football? I, I, yeah, that, that day we were all down um, in, uh, in Harrogate uh, to see him just nice five place. months ago. Lovely, <laughs> yep. You know, well, lovely place with a, a few pints at the local uh, pub, a lovely wee day out. Anyway, um, and, you know, Eddie the great career, as you know, Paul, yeah, you know, sure. playing that great Leeds team with Don yeah. Revy and Billy Brennan and Peter Lorimer, uh, Jack Charlton, all the rest yeah. of them. And, um, he was saying, you know, my, my proudest moment um, in football, uh, everything that he achieved, um, and, he, and he was on the coaching staff, the management staff at Leeds United as well during the good days. Um, he says was coming up to Glasgow to watch Stuart play in an old firm game yeah. at, at Ibrox Celtic. I think it might have finished one each. Barney, I, can't, I think it was one each. I was Tommy just about Burns to ask you, but was, was the manager Walter yeah, would have been the manager Rangers, and, and Eddie said that was my proudest moment was watching my son play. Uh, for Celtic against Rangers he had a good left peg yeah Yeah, Mm. he did good left peg Celtic issued a statement saying everyone at Celtic is deeply saddened by the news that the former Celt Stuart Gray has passed away after illness age of just 50 the thoughts and prayers of everyone at Celtic are with Stuart's family and friends at this very sad time yeah it was a nice tribute from Celtic and you know um, Ian Jimison at the club you know the black uh, armbands and I think Paul I'm not 100% sure I think when Stuart was at Reading when Tommy Burns had him Brendan Rodgers might have been a young coach coming through Peter Grant would probably tell us actually for sure so I think Brendan might have kind of coached Stuart as well um, um, at Reading but yeah I thought Celtic had a lovely uh, tribute to him credit to the football club for that So let's go back to the football from the weekend so uh, yeah on a positive um, manager Brendan Rodgers was speaking about the Celtic captain 450 games Barry it's quite an achievement these days isn't it for Callum McGregor you don't get many players these days 450 matches no you don't and he, he's a, an excellent football player he churns out some amount of games so he does he never misses a game I, I'm sure he'll be like as, um, in training sessions as well and you, you couldn't imagine Celtic without him. I think if you took Callum McGregor out that Celtic team, they would they would really struggle. Um, but listen, he's come on leaps and bounds since he's took over the captaincy. He's a real leader in the team, and um, he's one of the players that you can hang your hat on. He's seven, eight out of ten every single week for Celtic. Yep, he led his team to a double in his first year as captain, and then a treble last year. Having worked with him in the, the two spells now first spell and when he was really breaking into the team and making a name for himself and was fantastic in that in that time and, uh, and now the second time around having played so many games and being now the leader you can uh, 
He's he's absolutely first class, and Callum plays every every game like he's he's trying to impress for the very first time, and that's the mark of the the, the brilliant players here. Uh, he's um, he's such a top top player, one of the best players I've ever worked with. Uh, but to see him lead now the team and the club, um, he, and he does it with uh, with great style and uh, and great humility. So it's to play 450 games at this club. With the pressure and the expectation that's here, it's a, it's a massive achievement. Mark, quite a tribute there to his captain. Yeah, yeah, you know, nice words from from Brendan Rodgers. You know, just a few weeks ago, he was saying something you know very similar in terms of how you know Callum McGregor ran the show uh, in the victory uh, against Rangers. It was absolutely outstanding um, that afternoon, um, and yeah, to, to reach forward for the, and, and I think Barry's you know, point about the caps it's been seamless Paul I think everybody went, oh, you're taking off Scott Brown like, had different personalities you know the way they, 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 they handle themselves um, kind of on and off the pitch as well And but it's been absolutely seamless and the, the thing is he's clearly got the respect of, of everyone around him as I've said many times Brendan Rodgers wanted to take him to Leicester would have paid 20 million quid to take him uh, but was told just to, to, to stay away and forget about it by, uh, by Celtic and rightly so um, but yeah what a what a player um, he's been, and he'll be desperate to get his hands on that that title again. And if, the, if Celtic can bring in players of his kind of ilk, which won't be easy, but um, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do fine. And he led Celtic to a one goal victory at the weekend. Should have been more. Um, earlier, Rangers had that one goal victory against St Mirren, so back to five points. Philip Clement was after. Asked afterwards because it was Cyril Desert's nice one, Cyril. I heard the Rangers fans <laughs> singing. It's quite good. That's a great song. Yeah, catchy song. That? Remember that one? Catchy nice song. One. Yeah. So uh, this is Philip. Yeah. He was asked a question afterwards. Um, do you still need a striker, or is there going to be another striker coming in? It's uh, a good question, but uh, until all these weeks, I'm a little bit too long in football uh, to respond to that. Uh, I will never respond on positions, what we have been talking about. So I'm happy about Cyril, what he's doing. I'm happy about Fabio, what he's doing also. Um, and we continue in that way and we, we're going to see what we're going to do the next couple of days. Barry, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm just absolutely yeah. delighted for him. Um, <clears throat> we, we've spoke about it a few yeah. times. When you're listening to him doing interviews, it seems to me he's desperate to really impress not, not just his teammates, but the, the Rangers supporters. Uh, he's, he's had his struggles this season no doubt about it but um, I, I'm seeing signs and I, I think there's a player in there Paul I've said it look you can't fault his work rate and his effort it's it's always been there it's just that wee bit of quality but now you're starting to see signs where there's a bit of confidence starting to flow through him there's clearly been a bit of work done with him on the training ground and now that's starting to bear fruit on the, the playing uh, the playing days and um, his last two goals his finish against Hibs was excellent and I thought the goal against St Mern the touch past the keeper mm-hmm. and then the quick finish I mean because if he takes an extra touch I think the St Mern defender's getting back yeah. to that so he's obviously aware of what's going on around about him so yep absolutely delighted and hopefully now he can go and kick on and, and show the Rangers supporters why Rangers went out and, and paid that sort of money for him but, but he's a kind of player like I, said, I think he's, he's a, an infectious personality yeah, and you can 100%. tell he wants to do well he's not one of these guys that's arrived and, and, and couldn't care he's picking up the money does he get you can tell that he's, he's he's grown to to love Rangers and really wants to do it but my view on him would be that okay you can say you're only as good as your last game and the wonderful goal and his past two victories but you've got to do it you've got to show the mentality Paul 
and I don't think he showed enough for me uh, in the old firm game and that's where you've got yeah. to go and do it mm. that's where you've got to go and do it so if I'm Philippe Clement my view would be I like Dessers yep he's got something but can I hang my hat on him we're in a right good chance of winning this title bear in mind Daniel is out can he be the number nine to take us to the title in my view I think they need to be trying to find somebody better in the next three days I'd go and get Shankland all day long yeah. if I'm Rangers I mean I would and, and I'd do it if I'm Celtic as well I think mm-hmm. Lauren Shankland's a Rangers supporter not that, that that matters but if I'm Rangers and I've got any kind of sign of a willingness from Lauren Shankland to come you go and try and get the deal done I know he's under contract to Hart yeah. so it's not a gimme but if I'm Rangers I'm saying I'd rather have Shankland than Dessers that would be that would be my view I don't think Dessers is a number nine to take Rangers yeah. to the title and what's the psychological damage to Celtic if Rangers do nip in and get Shankland and if Celtic don't get a striker which they may get a striker in the next three days but we see is it 19 goals Lauren Shankland so far this season he's a great finisher Paul yeah. and we've spoken about him so often he scored at Irots he scored yeah. at, at Celtic Park he's scoring for fun he's in the Scotland squad and it's all different types of goals yeah. as well and, it, and it's and it's the maturity in his play what he's added to to his game you know he's so much more than just a goal scorer um, I'll genuinely be and by the way Hearts just might not sell bottom line is they might just say no we're not selling away you go and leave us alone but I, th- I would definitely go and try and get a deal done yeah I know what I'm saying look I'm delighted for this as the last couple of games two really good goals I, I still think they need to go and get a number nine because you don't know the scenario with with Danilo came a roof suffered so many injuries yeah. Seema's another one there you could maybe have played through in the middle but he's going to be missing for a couple of months so I, I still think it's an area of the pitch even with Dessers starting to show what he's capable of doing I still think they do need to go and strengthen that area of the pitch and I think Lauren Shanklin Mark mentioned that we spoke about it probably the most improved player in Scottish football yeah, I would say yeah. over the last 12 months well, I think his overall yeah. game has come yeah. on so much look we know he can put the ball in the back yeah. of the net but his link-up play, strong upper body, can hold off centre-halves, he can bring people into play, his movement, everything mm. about him, I think he's he's um, he's a very, very good centre-forward and I, I'm surprised that, I know we're talking about Rangers and South, I'm yeah. surprised other mm. clubs maybe down south are not looking and thinking, hmm, right, he would do a, a job. He certainly, if I'm talking for Rangers' sake, he would certainly come into Rangers' mm and scored a, a barrel, uh, barrel load of goals because the amount of chances and the amount of um, creative players that Rangers and Celtic have got I think he's I think he would do a brilliant job The other name is Majofsky I know he's been mentioned more for Celtic there's been nothing from Celtic on it there's nothing to indicate Mark, could he, you yeah, He's 24 I, uh-huh, I never realised yeah. he was 24 Yeah, Majofsky yeah. um, Shantland's a bit different he's 28 mm-hmm. What are they talking to or three million pound? I don't think it's a risk. Mm, yeah. I don't. But Miofsky obviously is the one that's been linked with, with Celtic. Twenty four. He's another one. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't too sure of, of him. But the more I've seen him, the more I'm I'm liking of him. And um, he's another player where I think sometimes we're, we we kind of look past the players that are playing in our league. I think we've got two centre forwards that if they were at Celtic and Rangers. I think their game would go up a level because obviously they're playing with better quality um, players and obviously they're going to have chances created from what, what would the Celtic Rangers create per game? I mean, 
Hunters. XG loads. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, around yeah, about the four million pound mark. Again, he scored a really go- good goal at the weekend. Un- unlucky for him, it was yeah. it was chopped off. But you know the the quality of the of the finish, and I think he's got a good all round game. Macedonian internationalist. Yeah. His value is only going to go up. The launch chance at an age where this is probably like his peak value. You're not going to improve his value, I wouldn't think. But that said, I would still take him. But Miowski's <coughs> one that can grow for you. And for, you know if, if it's if he is on on Celtic's radar. And Celtic signed him before Thursday. I think it'd be a good bit of business. And why wouldn't it be? You can understand yeah. Aberdeen and Hart stands, but yeah, oh, sure. I've got yeah. two top centre forwards that score goals, so they're going to hold out for as much as they can get. They're in contract as well. Shanklin's got 18 months. I don't know what Miofsky's got. Maybe a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. look, they they have that. That's a problem that clubs have got. They're in control um, of what they can get for the player and the striker. Could be the £40 million difference. Could be. And we know that yeah, both of them can score yep. in the Premiership. Regan's on the line. He knows all about scoring in the Premiership. Hi, Regan. Oh, it's good, John. Thank you for having me. I know you've been, good to uh, hear you. Yeah, how Saturday you'd be, you'd be at the match there, Celtic winning, but I know booze at the end or whatever. What's your view and what happened? My, my views, Paul, um, um, quite simply, everything that Matt was saying in the first hour, it was great what, what Matt was saying, but... I, I just feel like the club is really at a standstill from the board to the supporters to Brendan Rodgers because the, the, I think when Brendan came when I was on this programme and, and, and there was a big feel-good factor the whole place was had, had a big buzz uh, around it but now it just seems as if everybody's just looking forward to the end of the season because to me the whole club seems as if it's um, not in a good way, Paul, and I, I'm just a bit disappointed because, as the the earlier caller said, Brendan Rodgers stated in in uh, September time that Celtic were were planning for oh Ma- Ma- Maeda and Kyogo to not be at the club, um, and he said that they're looking at attacking options and they've still not brought a striker in. Yeah. Um, I said to Barry two weeks ago, I know Matt wasn't on the, the programme, but I said if Celtic sold Matt O'Reilly or, or, or I said if they didn't have a good window, then I think Rangers will have one hand on the tail. And, and I genuinely believe that. If, I believe if Celtic don't sign any players before the end of the window, I think Rangers, I think Rangers are in, in poor in yeah. uh, place to win the mm-hmm. title. And for me, that's not good because Celtic have got £71 million Standing in the bank. Yep. Absolutely right on that. Honestly, there's loads of comments yeah. in from Celtic fans. They are not happy. Now, I know there's three days to go and that could change. It has to change, surely. Sightings. Yeah. Listen, at the moment, it's not acceptable, I don't, I don't think. But as I said, Paul, we could be sitting here yeah. on Friday. So sure. at the moment, we're, we're, we're passing an opinion on how it stands. But we could have a totally yeah. different opinion come Friday night. So we'll wait and see. At both clubs, let's see where they are. However, Regan's point, I agree. And, and, and Paul, you, you go right back to probably at the end of the window, um, maybe when Celtic had a you know, couple of creaks in September and, and losing a couple of games in Brendan's comments, I'll, I'm giving players and I'll coach them and develop them as best I can. Red flag. I wanted yep. four quality players brought in. Red flag. A lot of red flags going about. A lot of supporters, if you go online to social media, I'm not big in social media, Paul. No. However, if you look at 
sensible yep. um, comment and you know comment that, that that's structured and it's and it's reasonable comment. A lot of the supporters don't seem happy. Peter Law will be back in the club. They don't seem happy. His son being the, the, the head of recruitment. All those kind of things. That that just brings negativity uh, around the club, and a lot of supporters, rightly or wrongly, are not happy about it. Um, but ultimately, it's about people doing their jobs at the club to give the manager the best possible tools to 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 go and work with. And uh, I think if you look at that, and Regan's point could be right. I could at the moment. I still think Celtic are favourites to win the title, but I could sit here on Friday night and change my mind depending on what happens in the transfer window over the next few days. So that's what I'm saying. Celtic cannot take it for granted because Rangers are not going away. I don't. I think Rangers are a, are a good team. I don't think they're a brilliant team, but they've got something about them that suggests that they are capable between now and May of going and winning the title. Absolutely for sure. And Barry, you can barely believe that this is the conversation tonight. Celtic have only made one signing yeah and how close the league actually yeah, is at sure. this moment mm. in time yeah. if you'd said to me a couple of months ago mm. I mean the difference that Philip Clement's made is, is, um, has been unbelievable I've been honest with you he's got a, a lift out of players where I was basically worried the way that Rangers were going um, so it just shows you what a bit of organisation and a bit of good management can do to a team but in terms of Celtic I, yeah I'm, I'm shocked that they've have not made any more signings other than um, the boy for Rapid Vienna Regan do you not feel though when Celtic get Hitati back yeah um, Maeda back as well that they will be stronger than Rangers oh. for the the run in is there a danger of a complacency because they won the derby yeah Paul I totally agree with it. I, t- I totally agree that Rio Hitati will improve Celtic I totally agree that Maeda will improve, improve Celtic but See Brendan Rodgers, he stated that he wanted four players. I mean, I've been on this programme six months ago and Mark and Barry were talking about Burnaby shouldn't be at the club. Burnaby was playing against Ross County on Saturday. That's the guy that we said on this programme six months ago shouldn't be at Celtic and he's still here. And so... so, um, And I think it's just every Celtic fan is just like, what is going on? Burnaby was a guy that should not be at the club and he's still here and it's like Groundhog Day in a way Mark yeah. isn't it and no harm to Mikey Johnson he scored some goals but this is like from three four years ago yeah and that, that's what I was saying yeah. but it's not only about bringing players in it's about doing your job to get the deadwood the guys that are just there so you know Burn the back okay I know we know Lager Bielke I think is on the, on the way out as you, as you told us at the top yeah. of the show but we have all known Burn the Bay mm-hmm. three and a half million quid I mean honestly how can you look at Burn the Bay and come up with three and a half million quid he's miles off it how can you he, shouldn't, he shouldn't be anywhere near a Celtic first team jersey but here you are there's a club going back because of not getting a left back in which is a problem uh, area and by the way I have nothing against Greg Taylor I think Greg, yeah. Greg Taylor's been brilliant but in his competition you need to push him you might not get better than Greg Taylor but you clearly must be better out there than Bernabeu he's out That's injured for a while unacceptable of course. what is the backup goalie plan yep what happens, something happens to Joe, Joe Hart. I don't think there's a proper goalkeeper there. Line up, you should always have two strong goalkeepers. I don't think there's proper strength in the goalkeeping department either. So you look at all those kind of things. But I say, Paul, 
a lot can happen between now and Thursday and, and I think a lot needs to happen between now and Thursday for Celtic. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Get in touch with the team and they'll offer expert advice on effectively presenting your property. Let's go, let's go. It's the Go Radio Football Show. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi with Go Green Property. Great to have the sponsors uh, with us. Met them last week. Yeah, indeed. Really good people. Yeah, yeah. Very nice people, nice to meet them. Um, put a face to who's actually sponsoring the, the, the yep. show. So, yep, had a good five or ten minutes. We got a few yep. 40s. Um, so, yep, good stuff. Barry and Go Green Properties. So, 0808 17 17 700. You know the number. <laughs> Do you know what? We're looking after the environment. I know how we're looking after the environment. Listen, that's the way you operate after the wee pop. He's turning me down. No, no, not at all. I know, I wasn't. I only uh, saw Madonna twice, so... He <laughs> says three times in there. I know, but I, I, I dialed it back, yeah. Did you, Nick, are we, Paul, did you manage to... No, 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 no. no. we're just here, but we, you know, we, we no, missed you. you sure? Good to have you back on, though. Good okay. to have you back on the show. So the script says... Yeah. 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 It's not what he was saying last yeah. week. Yeah. Next yeah. up, Hugh Keevan's on the line. <laughs> 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 he was giving you a yeah. tight last week. Oh, oh I can time. imagine, eh? Yeah. Can imagine. Yeah. Where are we going to go? Let's go to... Daggers it. Yep. Philippe Clement we'll go over all the games in a moment or two and then look forward to uh, what's coming up this week uh, Philippe Clement said yeah we're, um, he was asked are you now a winning machine it's, it's dangerous to start calling it a machine because uh, the moment players start to think that it's something that is normal and the machine just goes then the machine will stop so uh, we need to continue what we have been doing and that's that's showing really good mentality all the time, all the players available, whoever is playing, because we are also the only team who will play in, uh, in three competitions still, so we will have most uh, more, more games than, uh, than all the other teams. So we need this rotation, we need all the players to be, to be ready, uh, mentally, physically, tactically, uh, and, and we need to continue like that. So I'm really pleased about today. It's, it's a big step forward. Um, end of December, beginning of January, a few people in the club, a few fans told me that, that I had to watch out that this team are slow starters, the second part of the season. So we had a few tricky, tricky games already and, uh, and they did it in a good way. So. Let's continue in that way and, and be switched on and not thinking that we're a machine. Those are things you can say after a season, that it was a machine. The moment you start to think you're a machine, you will be. We'll pick up on that in a moment or two with Barry and Mark. Kevin's on the line, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Kevin. How are you doing? You know right? Yeah, Hi, Kevin. good, thank you. How are you after the weekend? Scunnered, mate. Scunnered watching that on, uh, on Saturday. I mean, I know it's weird. You, you win a game of football and there was there was booze after the game but I think the booze were more directed at, at, at the board and the, 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 the transfer situation I think the team just looks lethargic like it needs a lift it needs a, 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 a wee recycle in there some, some players to come in and lift the place a wee bit um, Kyogo needs some of that pressure taken out he looks as if he's got a ton of weight on his shoulders he's the main goal scorer he needs help and I think the board are playing a, a, a very dangerous game with the fans after releasing such healthy figures in the bank. The, the club has obviously got more money than they've ever had in the bank. 
and there's the lack of activity is concerning. I know I spoke to Leanne last week and I said I was quite relaxed, but that was on, that's, that's another week past. Yep. There's only three and a half days now left now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where are these where are these signings? Brendan Rodgers is saying that there's work going on in the background. Where is the evidence of, of this work? Because usually the, the, the press are... You know they get they yeah. get a sniff of the signings yeah. and that you hear some rumours, but there's absolutely nothing. There's there's a, there's, a, there's obviously rumours that Van Hooydonk was left out of the squad at the weekend. Yeah, but uh, is he really the answer to the issues? I don't think so. It's just really frustrating. I think Kevin, in, in terms of you know names in the papers or names in the radio, or names in the telly, I, I wouldn't be concerned about that. And, and Celtic, there's no doubt. You know, there's been a lack of. Um, conviction if you want to call it at the moment but there's three days to go but look they will be working hard I mean that, and they'll be aware of the frustration <coughs> excuse me with the supporters and, and you know, the frustration of the manager as well you know most importantly the manager's frustrated um, right. about it so look they will be working hard there's absolutely no doubt about that and they need to go and get things over the line but like I say the manager um, <coughs> will not yep. sanction um players unless they feel it's an upgrade in, in what he's got they're working hard but is it effective enough well no <laughs> Barry you were saying that off here we can talk about it you know more fully on Friday when the window closes then we'll see yeah, where Celtic like stand Kevin's yeah. like many Celtic fans just frustrated that the squad's not been strengthened but listen that can change three days as, as a fair amount of time to get a few deals over the line but they're leaving it very late um, so we just need to wait and see what what happens on Thursday night. Was it Thursday night, 11 o'clock, the window yeah. closes? Um, so I, I would be very, very surprised if Celtic don't bring in at least one or two players. Silva, Diamande, both in for Rangers. Mm-hmm. Cortes and Hefty apparently on the way. They might not be any good when it when it comes to, <laughs> we don't know yet, Celtic have got Nicholas Kuhn in. Nobody else at the moment, Kevin. And I guess that's the frustration. You right. said that you're scunnered and it needs a refresh. Uh, well, listen, I can tell you right now, I, think, I don't know if I've told you before, I watch a lot of South American football. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot about it. And he, that, he, this hefty guy's a good player. Yeah. Okay. He's a, he's, a, he's a decent player. He'll do, they, they, sometimes the South Americans struggle out here, but he's a good player. Mm-hmm. But, um, listen, I'm not really interested in what's going on the other side of the sure. city. I'm yeah. more interested in my club, and my club has shown, uh, for, for my, uh, at the minute, I lack the ambition. And the, the I, I'm just so surprised, Paul, because... The Champions League money goes up by the best part of twenty million next yep. season. So you're the oh, I think it's fifteen to twenty million more mm-hmm. than where it's ever been. So it's a hefty gamble to take. I know they've got players coming back, but some of these players need a, a wee a wee kick up the backside. And some of the players are coming back for long layoffs. Uh, we need we need. I keep on saying we need another striker. We need a left back. We could do with another. We could do with another uh, another six in there, mm-hmm. and we need a goalkeeper. So. Let's, they just need to, as Barry says they're leaving it late um, and I, I hope they get some good signings out of the line because uh, the fans are starting to get uh, a, bit, a bit twitchy now and if we drop points this weekend after the after the wind is shut yeah. the, the, your, your lines will be red hot Absolutely. Mm. I mean, this is the thing. And I was, you know, I don't know about the players coming in at Rangers. Looks as though they are coming in. Mm-hmm. Some signings work, some don't. Yeah. But it's almost that, it's the psychology. You hear Kevin there, he's at the games all the time. They can't believe it. They've it's got flat. All, it's flat. Yeah. yeah, it needs livened up. Yeah. And it looks as though it, it, it needs livened up day to day at the training pitch mm-hmm. as well. As Barry, when I made that 
comment at the start of the show Barry agreed you know, it gives you a lift yeah. as long as it's quality that's, sure. that, that's coming yeah. but I think the viewpoint of the manager but I, I said maybe five, six weeks ago I would be surprised to see Celtic spend between 15 and 20 million quid in the January window mm-hmm. um, that looks unlikely to happen but what the manager I'm sure is saying uh, behind the, moving forward I'd rather we spent 18 million pounds on three players than 18 million pounds and 10 players I think it was 18 yeah. million pounds and 10 players during the summer now he's saying okay that's fine but that's, this isn't me now this isn't what we need moving forward so I want quality players in and there's it should be absolutely nothing to stop Celtic my left back and a striker I know they want this and they want that but I think priority a number 9 and a number 3 and see if they become available Paul and between them it's 15 million quid 6, 7 million quid per, uh, per player go and do it why should you not be doing it you know you can't shop all the time in the £2 million market particularly when you've, you've, you've assembled that kind of money and credit to the club and for doing that too you know the, the guys behind the scenes the hierarchy they deserve credit for the fantastic financial situation that Celtic are in but don't forget the fans contribute more than £30 million a year to Celtic and the fans aren't happy and you need to take note of that and if you don't take note of that and you're part of Celtic's hierarchy you do that at your peril There must surely be a plan in the next few days to make a few signings because nobody disagrees with you Kevin about those positions that you mentioned I don't think anyone nobody does It's just we we just need there needs to be some sort of business I'm not wanting my club to go skin the Celtic fans are only silly we're not wanting us to go out and spend £10 million on a player and pay him 75 grand a week that's not what we're asking for we're just asking for to to refresh the squad sensibly and with a decent amount of quality um, and get a bit of experience in there like uh, like Brendan Rodgers says now I'm not saying that it's easy I don't work at a football club so it's alright for me to sit here and moan about it but surely it can't be I know it's not easy, but surely it can't be that hard to get a player attracted to Celtic Football Club. It's just a bit, it's just, it's just, it's, it's annoying. And I, I just hope that it doesn't cost us in the long run. But if we don't sign anybody, we are taking, in certain positions, we are taking massive chances, especially with injuries and things like that. It's a gamble no worth taking. It, it would be almost inconceivable that Celtic if they lose the title because they haven't spent properly, wisely in this window. And if Rangers are still going to buy some players or get loans in the next few days, then Celtic are then, roll, Paul. Yeah, well, they're Celtic then backing the, the squad they've got. Yeah, and that was my no. question earlier. Is Celtic squad strong enough? And it, it may well look it just now in paper. Yeah. But again, guess psychology is part of it in Barry. You know, if you're in the winning team, winning mentality, I know Rangers didn't, Celtic won the Old Firm Derby a month ago, but... Nothing breeds like success. You start winning. Oh, but also new bodies, Karen. You don't yeah. sign players for the sake of it, but yeah. looking at Celtic from afar, look, I know they beat Rangers on the 30th of December. Right, I get that. But I'm looking at Celtic and I think there needs a bit of freshness in there. Mm. And that could come with a couple of big signings. And that, that that's what's getting to the Celtic supporters' heads. That's what's doing their head in. That they want to see... Um, no project players because that's the model they work with and it's been great for them but they want to see ready-made guys who are coming in who are at an age where their their, their careers are, are ready to go sky high 27, 28, 29 when they've played a lot of games and ready to 
uh, rumble and that's what, what Celtic um, supporters want to see in terms of Rangers we don't know how these players are going yep. to turn out I've not seen enough of Silva mm-hmm. I've seen him at Welsh he looks alright mm-hmm. Diamondi seen plenty on the internet of him <clears throat> but he's not ready he's physically not there yet 22 there's still a bit of work to be done but Rangers are obviously going to do that that mm-hmm. side of things so I, I still think it's going to be busy the next three days I do and I would be absolutely shocked if Celtic don't sign any other players Kevin was there a plus for you on Saturday apart from three points no <laughs> not no really Paul I, mean, I, no. I, don't want to be, I don't want to be a pessimist mate yeah. but there, 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 there wasn't really I think the big plus point of the week Cameron Carter Vickers that yeah. was a that was a shock to me brilliant work by the board yeah. I, I am not slating the board whatsoever for the work that they did behind the scenes yeah. it was great bit of work to get that done but Let's not release that and paper and paper the cracks. Say the the, the fact that we've not we've only signed one player. Um, that there wasn't really any major positives that I can see. Paul, some of the football we played was okay, mm-hmm. but um, I'm sure Barry will back me up as well. It'd be the same if it was Rangers, Celtic, and Rangers. We should not be squeaking air the line at him against Ross County. I don't, no disrespect to him whatsoever. And by the way, if it wasn't for Joe Hart. It could have been one each That's straight right. at the end. Yeah, it's a great save, wasn't it? Who's your penalty taker if you get one in Petaudry? Oh, jeez. <laughs> may as well get me to take them, mate. Um, I, 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 Callum, get, get the captain to step up and take them. I would, I would get Callum to take them. Um, I can't believe... Or it was just... Uh, I couldn't believe it. He missed yeah. two in a row. Uh, I, can't, I couldn't believe it. I would, I, would get, I would get Callum to take them. Whoever's comfortable taking them, Paul. But obviously, Palmer is comfortable taking them. Um, but I think... I could be wrong here, but I think he's took four penalties now and he's missed three of them. Yep. So, there needs to be something, needs to be a wee change there. Kevin, thanks very much for calling the Go Radio Football Show with Go. Cheers, Go Green Property. Wow, you'd have thought it was a a defeat at the weekend. And I'm not taking away from what the Celtic fans are saying. There was no change, still five points at the top. It went to two for a couple of hours. It is three points, but the performance wasn't good enough. The the demand didn't expect Mm -hmm. better. No, I know you can use the, <coughs> sorry, the excuse of the surface wasn't great, but you, you do expect better when certainly you're at home with, with Ross County struggling, um, second bottom in the league. You, I expected Celtic to take three or four. It never materialised. And at the end, Ross County nearly came away with a point. And you can you imagine it, obviously, you know the way it is just now. Could yeah. you imagine that had happened? Um, so... Yeah, they've got a few tough games coming up away from home. I actually think they would prefer to play away from home at this moment. I was about to ask you that. Maybe that will work for them. Yep. So they're Petaudry, Easter Road and Paisley. So maybe. Mm. Who would have thought it? Quick break and then we're back. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property. Unlock your potential and join the team recruiting real estate agents. Call 0141 374 0409. Let's go! What the weekend, you know the scorelines wins for Rangers and Celtic, 1-0 for both of them. Hearts 2-0 against Aberdeen, Kelly 2, Hibs 2, Livingston 1, Dundee 4, St Johnson 1, Motherwell 1. Barry, what are you thinking for Motherwell? Obviously Livy looking, well they're not down and out yet, but it's not looking good for them. Motherwell, they need a striker, they got a draw at the weekend, not a bad point for them. Yeah, I listened yeah. to um, the manager's comments after the game and he says that's the best I've played in a long time. Um, they, they, they really dominated the game just disappointed came away with a point um, the, the boy up top Theo Theo Bear, Bear uh, he, 
never never scored a goal for St Johnson he's obviously yes. went to Mother yeah. and he's popped in with a, a few goals and he actually looks he looks pretty decent looks yeah. a real physical presence up top um, but yeah I expect Mother to do another bit of business um, I, I think they need a bit of freshness as well but I, I think Mother will be fine this season I honestly do I know they've been through a right barn spell in terms of results but if you look at the squad, Andy Halliday, good bit of experience yeah. coming into the middle of the pitch, playing with the young man Lennon, who who I think's uh, Lennon Miller, yeah. who I think's going to be a fantastic player in the future. Now there's, I think they'll start to kick on a wee bit and, and come away for that relegation area. Mark, feed the bear. You saw him last season as well. Did he get one goal? I think. Yeah, yeah, he might have got one, but no. I just what he's managed to do this season. I'm really pleased for him, Paul. He's a really nice big fella. Um, but I didn't see that coming. I didn't think these lockers just you know just low in confidence, and I didn't think it would uh, work from my top. I was surprised when Motherwell signed them. To be perfectly honest, but no, he's chipped in me a few uh, big goals. That's a good point for Motherwell. I know Stuart yeah. Kettwell will be frustrated that they didn't get the three points, but away from home on the road, and that's where you see the difference. St Johnston under Craig Levine, Stuart Kettwell could have turned that around again. They're nicking points here and there, whereas Livingston just are, are not capable of doing that at the moment. And I know they're, they're, they're well clear. But we've mentioned that a few times this season. But you know, brilliant Tony Dockery, the job he's done at Dundee, yeah. absolutely incredible. You know, yeah, real I'm, going credit to to all, I'm going to come yeah. to all the games. Yeah. So well on 21 points, along with St Johnson, Ross County on 18, Livy on 12. As we mentioned at the bottom, you're getting the any table. trouble there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the aggressive side. <laughs> love it. Let's go to that game then, Mark. Nice. <laughs> that takes us nicely to the curling. With, uh, no. wait, so Dundee four one for them, and they needed yeah. that, didn't they, Mark? After, it was a good. It was a, yeah. it was a good. Uh, it was a good one for me. You know, after the the, the real setback, they must have been so low uh, at the end of the week after throwing away a two goal lead um, at Tynecastle, but they bounced back. A brilliant result, and you know, I know we're saying we, we think Livingston away, but you've still got to go and work hard. It's not a gimme. You know, you're on that pitch, and you've got to go and uh, you know dominate it and, and exert yourself on the game and, and, and Tony Doherty and Stuart Taylor picked the players up and um, that was an absolutely fantastic result Good win for Dundee Brilliant yep. one I echo what Mark says about Tony Doherty he's, he's done a, an excellent job getting promoted last year you think to yourself it could be a long long season for Dundee but credit where credit's due he's done a fantastic job and I'll go back to what I says at the start of the show Luke McCown proper player having him um, if he continues this form I'm sure Dundee will need to bat away a few clubs Stuart's been on a Livy fan on the socials at Goal Football Show says Barry I like what you said with David Martindale saying I'd feel like a coward if I walked away now he has done Houdini acts before with that club That remember they've gone last season as well yeah, but what I'm saying I was interested to hear him talk about he's been open and honest with mm-hmm. his, his squad of players he's went to the staff and and asked them listen will change be better for you because obviously he cares a lot about the club he's been there a long time he was there as assistant manager now manager um, but it seems to me if they're, they're fully behind him and sometimes when you you have that kind of meeting with him um, it may kick start your season I'm sure he'll try and bring it if he's going to stay I'm sure he'll try and do a bit of business before the window closes on Thursday and then you never know what happened but I, I'm just being honest I've I seen him a few months back when I was at Livingston uh, when Rangers were there and it wasn't a Livingston that you were accustomed to who were really mm-hmm. hard to break down and dangerous on the counter attack and it set pieces it just it just didn't 
feel right um, so I fear for them but I hope I hope for David uh, David Martindale's sake that they, they can try and at least make a fight of, of staying, staying off the bottom of the league What about Kelly? I see that we talked about it earlier Derek McInnes criticised the referee Grant decision Grant Irvin's decision to send off uh, Corey and Daba Kelly being such a good run Barry so if a point against Hibs what do you feel? I'm sure they feel hard done by. Yeah, um, they go two 0 up. They can see that a, um, a goal, and then they obviously get the, the man sent off, and then it's backs against the wall, Paul. Um, and, and I'm sure when Derek came down after the game, after assessing it, he would have took that a point. Um, but the sending off, yeah. I spoke about it. It's um, it's never a sending off, never. Um, that's why he was absolute seething after the game. But it's come on that we again. Uh, what a job he's done he's mm-hmm. just come in get them promoted make sure they stayed in the Premier League and I think St. Jo- uh, sorry Kilmarnock each season will progress and become in the top six a regular team in the top six because Derek McInnes is a very good manager oh, yeah. he's got an eye for a player he's been in the game a long time he knows how to manage and coach and when, I, when I've seen Kilmarnock on the occasions I have live they've got He's got a good team and he's got good players. The two wide boys. Yeah. yeah. Two wide boys are key for him. Um, but also within that, he's got some good football players and they've got a real good work ethic as well about them. Mark, 32 points for Kelly in fourth top position. Just well, 10 points behind Hearts. But they're in good shape. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, brilliant. But I think Derek's been managing... What, 16, 17 years now. Um, oh, you know, early days at St Johnston as a young manager, taking off Fiona Coyle, Bristol City, didn't quite work. It was, it was brilliant yeah. for Aberdeen mm-hmm. over eight years or so. And Kilmarnock, I mean, pff, credit to Kilmarnock board. You know, they identified him, they decided then they think Tommy Wright was was a man to move them forward and they went for Derek. Derek, you could probably say, took a bit of a gamble going to yeah. the championship, sure. but he got there. Um, in the end, he just stabilised uh, the club and he's been been brilliant you know I, I, nothing against what I think Kilmarnock are really lucky to have a manager of that quality but credit to him he was out of work they identified him and got them in and they've no looked back Hearts a 2-0 win for them against Aberdeen so the Dons any hope of catching Hearts are probably out the window Mark? I think if Aberdeen lose this midweek Paul I think uh, I think the axe could come down and Barry Robson really? the supporters are not yeah. having it at the moment, you can understand why. I feel for Barry, a young manager, you want to see them stick in there. But um, mm, this is a real, real uh, tricky one for, for Barry. I think he knows himself that if he doesn't get it right, it could be his last game. And of course, they've got Celtic. They've got absolutely weekend. no chance yeah. of catching no. Hearts. No. 19 yeah, points. It's done. It's done. Couple of games in hand, but you're right, it's done. And uh, for Hearts, it's been some turnaround, though, hasn't it? Not long ago, we yeah, spoke about the manager. Let, uh, people were talking about Nazis. Yeah job um, but you've got to give him credit he's, he's turned it around um, he's got a, he's got players coming back now Craig Halkett's a big one from Craig Gordon obviously played in the Scottish Cup game uh, and listen the, I think the key to it is trying to keep hold of long, yeah. Lon Shanklin and, and putting him on a, a longer term deal and listen we'll find that out on Thursday night if yeah. that, that happens or not but look Nazi's definitely turned that around and for me third place is for them to throw it away uh, Gregory's been on a big Celtic fan saying guys why on earth is our best finisher not taking our penalties Kyogo Furuhashi should be given penalty responsibility 
Barry? Maybe not a bad shot. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely going to change yeah. if they do get a penalty um, in the next game against Aberdeen. Um, I, I'm sure it'll be uh, somebody different. Who that's going to be, who knows. And the other two games, we've talked about them a lot tonight. Uh, Rangers winning 1-0. Uh, Barry, you mentioned that you know Rangers look comfortable. Although Suter's tackle late on... It could yeah, have I was going to say they were a well-oiled yeah. machine, but I yeah. don't want to get in trouble for the manager. He doesn't like that machine. Right. <laughs> kind of, they're a well-oiled team at this yeah. moment in time. They, listen, the, the difference in them, they know their roles and respo- responsibilities with and without the ball. That's it. They're, they're defensively... More solid. Um, what I like about what he's doing as well, he's rotating the squad really well. He's making substitutions at the right times. He's changing it, freshening it up at half time and maybe 30 minutes to go or 25 minutes to go. I mean, I thought the, the two changes he made, St. Murn game what were key. Cantwell and Wright coming off, Lawrence and, and uh, McCausland coming on, um, then Jack coming on later on for, for Raskin. So yeah, but th- things are looking looking up, no doubt about it. He certainly made a difference, but he also still knows that he, he does need to to improve the squad and and bring uh, better quality in and make make them more competition for places. And one other guy, Sterling, playing yeah, wide left, back, yeah. wide left. How did he do for you yeah, in that? Part? Yeah, listen, he's a. I mean, again, he's a fullback. Hmm can play centre back I thought in the centre of the pitch over the last few weeks um, he's been excellent but the the team obviously gets set up he's playing out in the left hand side and again it looked to be played there all his days um, yeah. just an absolute athlete that's what he is and he's a good football player as well Is Yilmaz on his way to Turkey do you think in the next few days? Well he's one player that you could get a decent fee in for mm-hmm. I think they're talking three and a half four yeah. million pound Um I think if they, if whoever matches Rangers' valuation, them, you, you might see him go. But one thing I will say about him, as the last few games, he's certainly, he, has, yeah. he showed up really well. It's crazy, isn't it, that uh, Barisic, Barry, um, Mark, Barry his, Barisic. Con- his contract has been allowed to run down. Yeah, yeah, well, again, three days, something might happen on that, Paul. But yeah, it's a situation that uh, the manager's made it clear that he found, found it a crazy situation to to inherit, and you can understand yeah. that. But the thing that gets me about, about Rangers are they're, they're repeat offenders with this scenario. Sure, yeah. they've learned for Ryan Kent and, uh, and uh, Morelos. Uh, Morelos. You know, if you think, well, come on, it's no rocket science, it's part and parcel of your job to make sure these scenarios don't develop. Now, by the way, again, in the next 48 hours they might sell Barisic for a couple of quid or they might yeah. tie him down same with Lundstrom but you shouldn't be getting yourself into these situations mm. and Mark top of the table Celtic 57 points after 23 games Rangers 52 after 22 you wouldn't believe that listening to the programme tonight because the Celtic fans not happy at the lack of signings and just that lack of a buzz an energy on Saturday yeah, it's, flat. Go, yeah, it's flat it's flat yeah. ball and they need to go and do something about it and they know what the supporters want and the hierarchy in the recruitment department know what the manager wants. We'll be back on Wednesday. Barry, you'll be back with us. Yep. Yep. You'll be here, Mark, later in the week as Friday, well. Friday, yep. Look, Look forward, forward to, to that. Thanks, Thanks Joe. Day is next. Cheers, we'll be back tomorrow night at five. Stephen McGinn and John Hartson. The Go Radio Football Show with Go Green Property, offering expert advice on preparing your home for the market. Let's go.